Welcome to the Crazy Ike Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy. No matter where you are, thanks for making this part of your day. Thanks for taking a listen. Follow me on social media at Crazy Ike Fan on Instagram and on X, I guess now. Uh, Crazy Ike Fan Facebook page. What's up? I could do this. Um, gosh, it's been a, a crazy few days. Uh, first and foremost, let me start by saying Silipidia to Michali's family, friends. If there's anyone listening out there to the whole Ike community, I know everyone has probably been shaken up at what has been going on the past few days with everything. Uh, when the news broke Monday night, um, I tend to stay a little sometimes disconnected from my phone. And just from media in general, so I didn't see what had happened till like literally right before I went to bed. So it was middle of the night Greek time, let's say early morning, when everything was bre- the news was breaking about Michali's death and all the violence from the traveling fans that were banned, were not supposed to be traveling. Uh, so. I remember just thinking to myself, reading everything that was going on and seeing everything that was going on, two things popped in my head first. Uh, the very first thing was, full disclosure, two weeks from now, I was supposed to be going to Greece myself for a few days. I had some stuff I had to do and I was excited. I was excited at the fact, the potential fact that maybe I was going to try to get a ticket to go to a game. I mean, equally as excited as going to the game was going to Nair Philadelphia, seeing the transformation of that area, watching all these videos over the past year of fans going there, having cafe right outside of the stadium or having beer right outside of the stadium was something that I just wanted to experience. Never in my mind did I think you're going to have the fear of being attacked. So my first thought was... Gosh, like, this could be me. This could have been me. Had I gone early, it could have been any one of us. I've seen that across social media. And I think that is a correct statement. It could be any one of us who has gone to Greece and not been at a platia at 11, 12 o'clock at night, having drinks with their family, or when you're younger, playing with your playing with your cousins, playing with your friends. Um, it, it was like mind-boggling what was going on. Also, my second thought was my kids. I thought to myself, like, how do I approach this now as a dad? Because being a dad or being a parent changes your whole perspective on life from day one from day one as soon as you get that child in your hands you think to yourself there's nothing more important than me keeping this person safe for for, till my last breath i would you instantly it's the craziest i know maybe some of you that don't have kids or are too young to have kids it's the craziest feeling in the world that in in an instant how you think to yourself, I'm going to do whatever I can, even lay down my life tenfold 
So this child does not feel pain, does not feel an ounce of pain. Um, that was the, the most gut-wrenching part to me. No parent should ever have to bury their child. I've been to funerals before where I've watched parents bury their children. It is the most terrible thing. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I wouldn't even miss it and wish it on these Nazi scum that, that came, that invaded Greece and did this. Really going to try to bite my tongue on this episode. I recorded an episode yesterday morning, but as I've stated before in the podcast, I try my best to keep things clean simply because this is my own attempt to try to have some self-control because if one F-bomb comes, there's going to be a hundred F-bombs. There's going to be something about the pramatis manastus, you know, uh, my language can get out of hand very easily. That's one reason from the first day that I started this podcast, I know how passionate I am about Ike, how passionate I can be about talking football with people, and in some instances, (laughs) talking politics. Uh, So I just have always told myself I'm going to try to hold back and bite my tongue. But whatever happens, happens in the next few minutes with me talking about this, because quite frankly, I'm angry. I'm angry. I shouldn't say it in a bad way. I'm not angry at Croatians in particular. I'm angry at the whole situation. Uh, And I'm going to take it one step at a time. First and foremost, it just, I don't know, man. I don't even know, like, what direction to take this. Uh, the latest news is that there's been a lot of arrests. Um, some stuff I saw this morning, this is real early. <clears throat> As I'm waking this morning, I do apologize. Uh, my wife said to me last night that I sounded a little congested. We're all coming down with something here in the house. Um, so I apologize for my voice. Just isn't up to par this morning. But... The most frustrating thing is the lack of the lack of protection from your own government if you live in Greece. And I'm so sorry that you have to feel that way. I'm so sorry that you can't go and pick up a ticket for a sporting event and feel safe. I'm so sorry that you can't go ride a train or take public transportation in Greece and feel safe. The past six months, that's what this government has shown us. And I'm talking about the Greek government as a whole. Yes, new democracy should be held fully responsible for all this. The fact that I haven't seen one video of this of this freaking chode. If you don't know what a chode is, just Google it. Um, prime minister of ours come out and I, I think he still has yet to make a statement about Michali's death is ridiculous to me. He should run and hide. They all should run and hide. And like I said, I don't care what your political allegiance is. I don't care what the political party you support is, what your feelings are on it. They all suck. They're all terrible. Everyone in the Greek government should give themselves a smack across the face because they don't care about anything. All they care about, just like all politicians across the world, All they care about is getting reelected is money and power. That's it. And the ones that even do have a little bit of 
care and want to do something good in the world, they never make it that far. We know that. I mean, if you're if you're of a certain age, if you're my age, I'm 41, and you haven't realized yet that in life, then you need to wake up. And I don't care what political party you said, because they all let us down with all this. With six months ago, with, with, with the tragedy of the train in Tempe, and now the country got invaded. Can anyone get that through their head? I mean, I'm not trying to sound like freaking George Bush over here, but this was an act of terror. This was an act of terror. You had violent criminals that were let through their own borders, first of all. Okay, but I don't know the laws in Croatia. I don't know the... I mean, the Croatian authorities, maybe they could have done more to keep them there. Maybe they could have been like, where the heck are all you guys going? There's no freaking... There's a ban on fans, uh, on traveling fans. Like, where do you think you're going? But, I mean, they did do some due diligence. They sent information over to Greece, to Greek authorities, and said, hey, this and this and this is going on. <laughs> you know, they made a thousand mile kilometer trip, a whole entire freaking convoy. They, the Greek, Greek government had officials from Croatia, Montenegro, informed them that this convoy was on their way. But no, let's just let them, let's just let them through. What the heck? I mean, it's it's a it's a failure on a on a on a global scale. You let almost three hundred traveling fans, a convoy of I forget the number of vehicles that it that it was said to be. <clears throat> you knew they were coming. There were pictures on the internet because people people don't care. People don't give a f. They post pictures of everything on the internet. You knew that the, you knew that this was coming, but yet you did nothing. You did nothing to protect the border. So do, do, I'm sorry. In Greece, can people answer me? Do you feel safe? Do you feel safe in a society? Do you feel safe that we have a crazy freaking lunatic leader in Turkey next to us? I mean, what's going to happen if they ever decide to invade? You're just going to freaking let them in? It, 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 I'd hate to say this, but Greece is worse than a third world country. This is stuff that doesn't happen in a third world country. And I'm sorry for my, my constant pausing because and I'm trying really, really, really freaking hard to bite my tongue because it's so asinine. It's so... It, it, it like it's out of a freaking movie. Then I heard excuses coming from different people saying, you know, oh, they didn't have any like um, weapons or anything on them. There was no reason. What do you mean? There's no reason for them to be turned away at the border. What the hell do you mean? What did you think they come here? Or they come in to like venerate some some holy shrine or church in Greece that a lot of pilgrims come to? Are they coming to go party in Mykonos? Are they going to go party in Santorini? Are they going to just enjoy nature in, in freaking Carpenisi or something? Like, I, I don't... I don't get it. And I don't get it how 
it's a long distance if you look on a map between entering the border from northern Greece all the way to Athens. Nothing was done. Nothing was done. At, I mean, okay, maybe at the border they don't have the structure to, to take care of it. Anyone who's, who's ever been to Greece knows you have to go through tolls that are owned by a different country because Greece sold them off a long time ago, but that's neither here nor there because our government there is a piece of shit. There you go. There's your explicit rating right there. So you're telling me they came down and you did freaking nothing. They came down. They went onto the Electrico. The Electrico is the, the transit train system, not the subway, the whatever the hell, however you translate it to fucking English right now. What's to say, man? What's to say, like, the thoughts in my head were, were going wild. What's to say that there wasn't another person in there? What if there was a father and son, a father with, like, a 10-year-old or a 5-year-old riding the train back a few stops from Pirisos, where you catch the train to, like, Marusi, let's say, for example. Maybe the little boy wanted to wear, like, an Ike shirt. And then they encountered these fucking savages on the train i mean don't even go that far there was a little 13 year old girl that was hurt there were families eating at restaurants and it, uh, kids playing all over the platea i mean one of the ike reporters Yorgos sakiri said that him and his son go to that platea every single day Like, what, what, I mean, that was the thoughts that were going through my head. I mean, listen, I've known from a kid, my parents have instilled that into me. And unfortunately, I have to instill it in my own children. You have to be careful about what you wear, where you are in Greece, unfortunately. And you can't, it's not like here. You can't, I mean, I've seen in the heart of New York City, someone wearing a Boston Red Sox jersey. I mean, I'm sure people probably heckled him a little bit, but he was probably not threatened that he was going to get his ass beat. You know, you if you're if you're from the heart of Pira, let's say you're from Nikia or whatever other suburb from Pira, um, and you're an Ike fan, you're not going all decked out Ike to the stadium. I know that's not happening. I mean, me personally, I take my own precautions. I don't wear anything. I don't wear any team gear when I go to the stadium, honestly. I mean, that, that's just me. That's always been me. That Because of the areas that I have to travel from, most of the time, um, if I can't get together with a few of my close friends to go to, to go to matches, I have to go by myself sometimes. So I'm very cautious about what I'm wearing to the game because I have to walk back to wherever I'm staying in Athens. But it's just, it's, it's a failure on so many levels, but of such a big failure on the Greek government. Such a big failure. Just another smack in the face. Just another reason for the Greek people to not trust their government. And like I said, all lines, I don't give a fuck who you support. They all suck. I don't care if you're Pasok, Nea Demokratia, Syriza, Kukue, Kukunixi, Kuku Tomuni. 
I don't care who you are. They all suck because they're all going to pound their fists. They're all going to talk shit like that idiot from freaking Basok that was talking shit and saying how this was a rendezvous. This wasn't a freaking rendezvous because if I do this knew that these idiots were coming, they would have showed up. But no one believed that, okay, okay, these guys are coming down, that these these freaking savages, like I said before, we're going to show up in Nafila, in the heart of Athens, in the heart of Philadelphia, to do what they did. To go on a murder rampage. Because that's the only reason you're going. I can understand if you're going to the stadium. And I've unfortunately been in this position before where you have to kind of defend yourself because you're face-to-face with, with some type of danger. But... That's different. These people came down to Athens to hurt people, to fight people, to kill people. And I'm sorry, you, the imbeciles on the internet from Croatia, not that I have anything against Croatian people, I have Croatian friends, the imbeciles that are freaking defending the actions of these idiots and then turning around like the tweet I saw this morning from some idiot that was telling me, oh, Greek police just released a statement that it was a Greek guy. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a, that that's your defense? There have been times where I'm not going to lie. I've been ashamed because of the few idiots. Let me, let me, let me make this clear before I, I go on. I've always, and I've said this from day one doing this podcast, ultras are not hooligans. Even though it's presented that way on the internet, ultras are not hooligans. It's one thing to go see your team. It's one thing to go light some pyro. It's one thing to go chant. It's one thing to go curse in the stadium. It's one thing to do a lot of things at the the stadium, to have fun, to get your anger out in the stadium, to have that that atmosphere, the, the, the way the stadium trembles when people are jumping up and down. The ultras are part of the reason why some of us love football. And it's part of the reason why we fell in love with football. Not everyone going to the game is a violent piece of shit that wants to destroy and wants to hurt other people. For what, man? For what? And you're going to defend them? You're going to defend them? What I was going to say was there have been times where... Original 21, or people claiming to be original 21, have done violence before. And I've been ashamed of it. I'm not going to lie. It sucks that so many get such a bad name and such a bad rep for so few. But you're literally going to defend them? Dinamo Zagreb, I've lost fucking all respect for your club. Fuck off. Fuck off. Seriously. Like you said nothing about this kid's death. I mean, at least the Croatian government and said some came out and said something about it. They said nothing. Oh, let me get on UEFA for a second. UEFA. There's a person that's dead, whether it's on game day or not. So if it's if, if it's not on game day, if it's on game day, that's like, you know, that movie. If you guys remember a few years ago, there's, there's movies that came out called The Purge. There was that time frame where you could do whatever the fuck you want. Go around killing people. That's what you're saying, UEFA. And like I said in one of my tweets, it's disgusting because if this happened in Liverpool, if this happened in Manchester, if this happened in Milan, if this happened in fucking Dusseldorf, if this happened in in 
fucking Berlin. Oh, are you kidding me? Dinamo Zagreb would be wrapped up and, and never fucking... They, the, the club would be dissolved right now if this happened in a, in a Western European city. But no, it happens in the East. Who gives a fuck about Greece as long as they give us our money? Our government, our officials are just puppets to this freaking Freemason fucking European Union we have going on here. Sorry, not to get all political on you. But you can't convince me otherwise. We're not. Who gives a fuck about us? Except when they want to come have a good time in Mykonos and in Santorini. No one gives a shit about what goes on in Greece. Because if they did, A, the European Union, when they made, when they found all those problems with the train, with the train, the, the, the railway system in Greece months ago, when they could have helped prevent the accident, could have told the government, you need to shut down all your railways right now. No, because what do railways provide? Railways provide goods and services from Western Europe to come into Eastern Europe and vice versa. And it would... It would uh, interrupt commerce. It would interrupt the almighty dollar or the almighty euro. Well, the euro is not so fucking mighty, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> it would, it would interrupt money. <laughs> are are you kidding me? This is the precedent that you're sending UEFA to the world. Is that oh, it's okay because it didn't happen on a game day. It's okay that another country's fans invaded. That Does that not blow anyone's mind? I haven't seen a lot of people talk about that. These people came in and invaded the country. If they went into fucking Serbia and did this, it would be an act of war. It would be an act of war. Are you kidding me? If if 300 Turks allow act, act of war, like our government's going to act. We spend so much money on fucking... Uh, defense systems and buying the latest airplanes to dick measure against Turkey, supposedly, that it's ridiculous that we actually don't take action when we have to take action. And that's another thing. You have to be a piece of shit to come into another country and do this. You have to be a piece of shit for you to come off and freaking... To go beat someone half to death. And I'm sorry, you want to fight someone? You fight someone one-on-one, motherfucker. Man, man v. man, put your dukes up and fight. Not like a little pussy. Not 50 against one. Not, not stab someone and then throw them to the ground and then 50 of you kicking them. Because that's what Croatian pussies do, I guess. Huh? That's what you Croatian pussies do. Or all pussies around the world, if you do that. If you do that, look yourself in the mirror and give yourself a nice smack across the face. Seriously. Because you're you're just a pussy. Because you want to measure your little micro penis against their micro penis. Because that's all it is. You came all the way down to, to dick measure to say my cock is bigger than yours. My micro penis is bigger than yours. Man, it... I'm sorry, I just, I get so heated talking about this subject, talking about all this, that I don't think I can get through a podcast without saying a few bad words. And I do apologize, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this podcast uh, from the beginning, you know, give it an an explicit rating. 
it's just, there's nothing much more to say except how, I mean, I watched the football matches yesterday. Yes, it was nice to watch some football. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad the Greek clubs did well in Europe. Thank you to Aris, who respected Greece, uh, respected Greece, respected Ike, put that, um, the banner up for Michali, Michali Kalotaxidi. Palma, after he scored the penalty, he held up a jersey that said Michalis. I mean, we know the res- the little bit of respect that exists between these two fan bases, and I think this respect is going to get even more now. I mean, come on, man. Like, and it's one thing to be going to the stadium, okay? I know if I'm going to go to the stadium, there's going to be a calculated risk. There's going to be a risk. There's going to be, like I said... I'm going to hide my senses. I'm going to be careful to hide the fact that I was at the stadium or that I was coming back home from the stadium. That's just an unfortunate reality. Unless you're able to, you live there and you have a big group of friends. If I'm by myself, you know. Um, but that's another thing is both of these guys, both Ake and Mikhaili were killed. Not have, the, the only part they had to play in this was they were fans of their clubs. That's it. Akis was asked what team he supports, and he was killed in cold blood because of the team he represents. How, like, what the fuck, man? You're going to kill somebody because of what team they are. So you're telling me in your whole entire family, these gay, whoever you are, if you're in original 21, gate 13, gate 7, and you're listening to this, you're going to tell me that you don't have relatives, that you don't have friends, that you don't have your own parents, your own brothers and sisters, your own whatever the fuck, your own cousins might not be different clubs than you. I have family that supports every club. I have my own brother, like I've said before, is a Panathinaikos fan. I would never harm another human being unless I was... Now, self-defense is another thing. If I'm seeing a bunch of people coming at me and I got to put my dukes up and I got to freaking defend myself, I'm going to defend myself. But I'm not going to go around and see somebody in a green shirt and beat the fuck out of them. I mean, I've freaking, you know, I've ran into people randomly and just said stuff to them before. Not like violently, but just joking around. You know, I mean, I remember... The Periptero in my sister's neighborhood where I used to go buy a newspaper every morning. Just so I could read the little bit of Greek that I can read. Was a Panathinaikos fan. And I used to go buy... It's a Ike newspaper for those that are English speakers only. And I used to go buy it. And he used to just give me shit about it every day. Like, hey, pos pas, pos pa you know, just t- talking shit. I've had that, I, you know, I've had that before. I used to buy Ike, um, used to come out with this magazine called Ike Empire. I bought it one time before I was getting on a, on a boat in Pirao, right there where they have like big newsstands. And the guy was giving me shit about it. He's like, you have to change the club you support, you know, we're always going to be better. Yeah, fucking, yeah, man, you're going to talk shit. You know, that, that's one thing, man. But for me to go back to that newsstand and beat that guy's ass and be like, blah, blah, blah. 
there's no sense in it, man. There's no, there's no, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't fucking get it. And both of these guys were killed just doing normal stuff, going out with their friends, something we've all done. That have been to Greece before. Something we all do on a daily basis. I don't have that fear here. Like, yeah, there's fear all over the place. There's shootings at malls and at grocery stores here in the United States. Yeah, there's fear all over the place. But it's just freaking sad. And I found myself just thinking, what the heck am I going to do? I was looking at my kids, my son in particular, and thinking... Do I want to bring him into this culture? Should I stop this now? I mean, I say the word Ike and he looks at the TV because he knows. Or I say Ike and he goes and gets his little, his little soccer ball. Do I keep this going on? This is such a big part of my life. It's, it's so distressful. If this was any other club, if this was any other team that I support or any other sport, I would say, fuck it. I'm never watching this sport again. I'm not. No, this is not worth it. I'm not raising my kids into this shit. I had to sit there and actually think, do I want him to have the love and the passion that I have for this club? Because I don't want this 20 years from now when he's able to travel to Greece and go to Greece by himself to have the fear of, are you okay? Please let me know that you're okay. Call me. When you get there, text me after you leave the match. Make sure you go with your cousins. Make sure you protect yourself. Make sure you don't wear any of your team gear. If you buy anything there, like I normally do, every time I've gone to the stadium, it's kind of like a like a um, souvenir. I always buy a different scarf every time I go to the stadium because I don't go that often. So I buy a different scarf. I make sure I wear baggy pants or something where I could just stick the scarf in or I go into the grocery store like right after the match and go get a little plastic bag. Something to put it in because it is like scary to have the feeling of, you know, am I going to accidentally run into trouble? Am I going to accidentally run into groups of people? Let's say I live in Pira or I'm staying in Pira. Am I going to run into a bunch of Olympiacos fans while I'm coming back from the stadium, if I'm coming back with the stadium alone, I don't know, man, it's just, it just, it's, it's beyond football, it's beyond human comprehension, and it's, I, I can't give it up, I can't, like, there was a part of me that wanted to say, screw all this, I don't want to, how do you, I don't know, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, um, I think I might end the podcast real soon, just, I mean, you know, before I, I, get, I get off here, it, it's going to be a hard week for, for Ike, it's going to be a hard week, how do we watch these games, how do we not, how do we come away and not have hatred? For these people that did this. And not directly have hatred for other people. I don't know. How do we not... You know, I'm not 
obviously for what Ike represents, I would never hate a group of people. Like I said, I have Croatian friends. I have Croatian family members, not directly people that have married into the family that are of Croatian descent. There's these people are just savages. That's the way you have to look at it. And I, I don't know how, I know I said this before, but I don't see how you're defending them online if you are. Because I can tell you if the, the roles were reversed, I would tell myself, I wouldn't be surprised if they kick us out of European competitions for a little while. I mean, <clears throat> and I would actually kind of, as much as I would hate to say this, as much as it would hurt, I would say, I want that. Are you kidding me? If someone that identifies as a Nike fan kills another person, that person is a, is a, is a fucking scumbag. That person's not an Ike fan. I would not defend them to the point to where you see all these people defending. No, I get it. Social media has changed the world. Hiding behind a keyboard, being a keyboard gangster is easy. But how do you defend this? This is like defending a fucking terrorist. Honestly, not to go all George Bush terrorist on you, you know. There's not much to say, man. I mean, agonistica, meaning on the pitch, there's nothing. I mean, the whole team is like rattled by this. I don't know what the performance is going to be. Oh, yeah, hold on a second before I let this go. And then the other decision by UEFA, okay, because we're seated lower than Dinamo, that's one of the reasons why we were supposed to get the first leg home game so now you're making Ike travel to Croatia which players are human right me and you might look at it and say okay they're gonna be fine and you say to yourself they're gonna be fine Croatian officials have already um have already talked to Greek officials and have guaranteed their safety but really I mean, would you feel safe if you were a player? What kind of mentality are these players going to go in? What what are they going to be facing in the stadium? I mean, the fact that UEFA is still allowing both sets of fans, let me say that clearly, both sets of fans to attend these matches is... Do you just want more trouble? Are these people fucking retards there at UEFA? Are you freaking kidding me? You're going to have all this geopolitical crap, all these people that are amped up. How do you go into the stadium in Philadelphia and act, quote unquote, normal? How, you know, all the blame also is going on to the cops and rightfully so, because there are reports that have come out that. There were some riot police there that showed up at near Philadelphia and they called control to get the okay to pursue the the perpetrators or to get into the riot or whatever, not riot, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And Control said, no, there's more on the way. Wait for more help. Wait for more backup. And the backup never showed up. And these people never, the cops never engaged. So there's already a huge amount of pressure 
a huge amount of of anger towards the police, and rightfully so. The Greek government, again, as a freaking whole, has failed us. I don't give a shit, like I said, whoever, whatever politician you support or whatever political party you support that comes out that's beating their chest, what do you think is going to happen, man? And I think that's, to segue into this also, a point that I wanted to make, I think one of the biggest issues with me, with these, with both of these stories, with Aki, with everything, do you guys really think there's going to be justice in Greece? Is there ever justice in Greece? Is there ever justice where we have criminals and murderers that go away for five, six years and then they're out? Isovia, you know, um, life sentencing. I mean, here we have the biggest terrorist group in Greek history, November 17, and the guy's allowed to go fucking have Bosco with his family. That's how backwards we are. Instead of freaking hanging people in the middle of the street and saying, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. Not that I'm saying that this is right. <sighs> fucking. That's the, that's another big thing is justice. We're never going to see justice for Mikhali. I'm sorry. We're never going to see justice for Mikhali. We're never going to see justice for Aki. Because I don't trust the fucking Greek court system. And the other thing is, you know, and I echo this sentiment. I've heard this from a lot of people on public Greek radio. Is, um, push the line up the uh, you know, where everyone keeps saying never again, never again. Yeah, may it never again happen. And I pray to God that it doesn't happen, that someone else doesn't have to bury a family member because of the stupid dick measuring violence that happens. But we both know that it's bullshit. After Aki, everyone said things are going to change. Stuff's going to change. What changed? It was only a year and a half ago. What changed? Nothing ever fucking changes. The same arguments they've been making, they were making 25 years ago. And it's actually gotten worse. Because 25 years ago, when I first started watching the sport, you could attend, uh, away fans could attend matches. And yeah, there was a few broken cars. There was fights. There was, you know... Nothing like this to where you have to have a fear of your own freaking life that you could get killed going to the stadium or not even going to the stadium, get killed walking down the street and just having someone ask you, what club do you support? Να χαίρεσε το πολιτισμό σου ρε Ελλάδα το 2023. The fuck out of here, man. <sighs> anyway, guys, excuse my language. I'm sorry for getting so passionate about this. I'm sorry for my language, my the way I've been interacting with people on social media. I just stuff gets under my skin and I just I can't let it go. I'm sorry. I I I can't let it go. Um anyway, I'll be back next week to uh I don't know. I mean, my plans were obviously this week to take some time after the Dinamo Zagreb, the first leg that never happened, and I was going to record a podcast right after. And then, uh, you know, next week, we'll see, guys. I mean, most likely I'll at least do a podcast after the match. I would like to at some point do a podcast on do a season preview because the 
freaking league is supposed to kick off next week, ironically enough, which of course I have to postpone their first match because of um, going to be playing the second leg next Saturday, which is again freaking ridiculous. Um, but I don't know. I'll do some type of podcast next week. Kalo taxidi Michali, nana la frito homa pusisibazi. You know, memory eternal to Michali. May you rest in peace. And, um, you know, like I said before at the beginning of the podcast, if there's any family and friends listening of Michali, I'm so sorry for your loss. So young, man. So young. 29 years old. That's a baby. I know people keep saying that's a grown man. Life comes at you fast, man. Life is short. Life is too short for this bullshit. Trust me. I've lost both of my parents the last five years, and I really realize how short life is. Life is short. There's no need for someone to lose their life the way that this kid lost his life. Anyway, guys, um, uh, forza, I got out, and I'll talk to you guys soon.